You know by now that the dogs in my house wear Paco collars, and the newest addition is Stig's tan leather collar with brass fittings and turquoise stones. It seriously looks like the bay we bought our house on, and his smooth coat and long neck show it off perfectly. We picked it out in person at Paco's booth, and the staff helped us to be sure we got the exact fit and style that was right for him. I catch myself mesmerized by this collar when I walk him. How crazy is that? So get over to PacoCollars.com and grab a collar you'll be obsessed with. And don't forget to use the promo code COGDOG for free shipping. We've got a puppy. Puppy Elementary is my puppy training subscription service, and it's all about our new puppy, Watson. It's just $45 for six months of Watson's development and education, and you'll have indefinite access to the materials, so sign up anytime. Just go to www.thecognitivecanine.com and click the Puppy Elementary tab at the top of the page to register. Each week, you'll have access to multiple training videos and blogs, as well as constant access to the Puppy Elementary Facebook group, where you can talk about your progress with other students. Watson won't stay little for long, so join now. Hey there, dog people of the internet. It's me, Sarah Strumming of The Cognitive Canine, and this is called Dog Radio, a podcast about all things dog sports and dog training. Join me as I explore my cases and considerations regarding the behavior of the dogs we live and play with. I hope you enjoy it. If you follow me on Facebook, you may have seen me talk about um, a dog named Marcus before. And this dog is this real cute little kind of boxer mix type um, that lives with a family who has our house situated right um right next to a park that I frequent with my dogs. So it's a huge open space area. And I walk my dogs there several times a week. Um, And when they got this dog as a little puppy, he started joining me on my walks. Uh, The first time he joined me, he was with somebody else that was walking their Labrador. And um, so I assumed he belonged to that guy. But then, you know, we, we passed the guy. The guy was heading to his car. And suddenly here's this puppy (laughs) following me and hanging out with me and um so I kind of figured oh he didn't belong to that guy and now he's walking with me um at the end of my walk he went home to the house that is situated right at the trailhead and ever since he's been walking with me two or three times a week um he just comes and joins our dogs um He's lovely with all the dogs that I've brought along. He has great social skills. He is playful. Um, He's cute. When he first came on a walk with me, I offered him a treat. I think it was just a piece of freeze-dried raw food. And he looked at me like, what are you doing? Humans don't feed dogs by hand. What are you doing? Um, But he ate it. He decided it was pretty good, and he kept coming back for more. So on that walk, um, I just reinforced a lot of check-ins. I said, you know, 
you're going to walk with me, you need to have the same rules that my dogs have. So I set about teaching him a recall. He knew his name was Marcus because he was wearing a tag that said his name, which is great. And two or three walks in, the dog's got like a stunning recall. He's amazing. Um, And then I finally had my first interaction with his humans. Um, They were screaming at him, trying to get him to come home. Um, because he was following me down the road to my car (laughs) and, you know, they're yelling and they're yelling and they come running over to grab at him and, um, he's dodging them and he's, you know, being a normal, typical dog who's following the reinforcement, uh, which is me and my food as well as my dogs who are his friends. And so I just stopped them and I just took some treats from my pocket and handed them some treats and said, here use these and they used the food to lure him over and then grabbed at him and it, you know wasn't actually what I intended um but anyway so I interacted with them only a couple other times every single time I gave them food to give Marcus for coming and this is one of my you know big things that I talk about all the time which is shut up and show off, meaning if you want to see a change in how people train and interact with their dogs, show them something better to do. So I also always made it a point to feed my dogs a lot of food as I walked past them um, and, you know, demonstrate my dog's good training and then demonstrate the fact that I am feeding them food for listening. And All of this is just to say that I think I did a good job here as far as demonstrating what dog training should look like. And yet, this week, I went for a walk and found Marcus to be wearing um, a remote electronic collar. So... He's wearing a shot collar. And I honestly knew this day would come because the dog is probably walking with multiple people every single week. He doesn't really listen to um, his humans because they've given him no reason to do so. And they have no, obviously have no interest in confining him any other way. Um, And I just assumed at some point we would show up and he'd be wearing an e-collar and now he is and I posted um about this on Facebook the other day and I got you know a wide range of responses um some people suggested that I cut the e-collar off and throw it in the river um which I sarcastically mentioned doing in the post um please don't send me an email about the fact that that's stealing and blah, 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 because I know it is and I'm not actually going to do it. Um, but there are plenty of people who said that they, that's what they would do, um, that they would just cut the thing off. There are plenty of people who also said, you know, there's nothing wrong with an e collar and here's all the reasons. And, you know, then there were other people who, 
you know, said I should train the dog for free or <laughs> that I should have a discussion with the owners and, you know, just all these kind of suggestions. And I appreciate everybody who kind of joined in the conversation over there. And I want to continue it here and say that I'm certainly not going to offer to train him for free or for money. Um, these folks are not the clientele that I serve um, anymore. And I'm also probably not even going to have a dialogue with them because the fact of the matter is this caller is either going to solve their problem or it's not. And if it's not, then they're going to do something else that's just as easy as putting a collar on. Um, and if it does, then we'll all just kind of move on with our lives. And that's how everybody operates when they've got a dog that's got a problem. And I think too often in the dog world, we are really blamey and nasty about the general dog owning public. I am sad that Marcus is in an e-collar because I just don't think that's necessary. I don't think it's necessary for any dogs, but you know, for him in particular, he was such a quick study. He learned so fast. He has such a nice recall for me. He walks so nicely with me um, and my dogs. I really enjoy him. I think he's a really sweet, nice dog um, that I think, you know, if these guys just had a couple of different lessons in how to reinforce behavior that they like, um, they could have also seen the really nice behaviors that I was seeing in Marcus. But that's not what they chose. What they chose was to buy this collar. And like I said, I'm not surprised. They allow this dog to roam, you know, public property with numerous different people all throughout the week. So, you know, I don't think their commitment level to him is higher than what they've demonstrated by just buying this collar and putting it on him. And, and yet... He is fed and he is cared for and he has a roof over his head. And when he had a skin infection um, that he had at one point, they obviously took him to the vet because it cleared up quickly. And, um, you know, they at least got him neutered because <laughs> um, when I first met him, he wasn't. And so they are actually doing the best they can with what they know. And I have to accept that. My concerns here do not lie with, you know, the general dog-owning public being better because I just don't think that's going to happen. I do my best to help my clients be better because they're, they're coming to me because they're interested in that. But in general, this dog's got it better than most of the dogs in the world. He's got a great access to exercise. Um, he's obviously loved and cared for and, um, he's in good shape. So what I hope though, is that we don't see any negative behavior change because of the collar. Um, he certainly already had lost some of what I would call his resilience when I was there. Um, the first time I saw him in the collar, I had one of my dogs with me who does not like Marcus and she, um, 
kind of, you know, was a little nasty to him when he first came down to the field to say hi. And usually he shakes her off and gets her playing. And when I saw him this last time in the collar, he tucked his tail and ran when she came at him. And so right there, that's a behavior change. And my hope is that those behavior changes don't go too far. My hope is that um, he adjusts to this new life. My hope is that they are actually getting help on using the e-collar and not just um, trying to do it, you know, trying to wing it, I, I suppose. But they might not be, and he might exhibit behavior changes. And it's all just, we'll see. And my life is actually better now that I don't feel the need to control what everybody's doing. Um, and that I'm not actually losing sleep over the fact that this dog's in an e-collar. Whereas, you know, five or six years ago, I would have. I would have been distraught, upset. You know, I would have been racking my brain for what could I have done differently. And I just don't do that anymore. I just look at the positives and I hope for the best. Um, and if he develops some negative behavior changes, I think his humans will take further action to be sure that he's not hurting anybody. Because they already put this collar on so that they could recall him. That's why he's wearing it. Um, they already did that. So that tells me that they will do something else. And it may not be the choice that I would make. And it may not be, you know, what I think is the right choice. But that doesn't actually matter long term. So if you saw my post about Marcus... Um, this is just kind of a little follow-up, and I think I'll update you guys on him going forward. If I see his behavior change, if I see him come with me less, if I see him um, listening better to his humans, I will kind of keep you posted on that stuff. Um, because I do find it interesting how our circumstances change our behavior and our attitudes you know, if you've got something kind of hanging over your head that's stressful all the time, you would exhibit more shut down, less resilient behavior as well. And I think of the e-collar like that. The dog doesn't understand the collar. They just understand, especially in this situation, because I really think they just like went to a store and bought it and put it on him. I don't think that they hired a trainer um, or did any kind of conditioning with it. So suddenly you have this thing that hurts sometimes attached to you then you your behavior is going to change in the same sense that your behavior would change if you had some kind of stressful thing that you were dealing with looming over you all the time and I think that kind of constant low level stress is something that we don't think of enough with our dogs um other things that can do that would be um, maybe there's too many dogs in your house and one of your dogs is stressed about that. Maybe it's fireworks season and so there's just kind of fireworks off and on and off and on. Um, 
Or maybe your dog is experiencing pain. They've got arthritis or they've got, you know, some other kind of medical problem that is causing them to be painful on kind of a low level every day. All of that stuff changes behavior overall. All of that stuff um, makes us less resilient to hard things, um, more averse to change, because we're utilizing resources to deal with that constant thing that's hanging over our heads. So I choose not to let something like this dog suddenly having an e-collar on be one of those things that adds low-level stress to my everyday. Um, And it took me a long time to learn how to be like that. And I still can't do it with everything, but I can do it when it comes to the general dog-owning public. I absolutely can. Um, And I suggest maybe that you give it a try. If you find yourself really, really bothered on a constant level about every dog you see wearing an aversive collar or, um, you know, I saw a guy in the vet's office the other day just absolutely choking the snot out of his Labrador and it was sad. It was awful. But I also didn't allow it to wreck my day because that dog was clearly fed and cared for. He had a gorgeous shiny black coat um, and he was being provided vet care and, you know, he's being well cared for. Do I like the fact that he's also being choked? No, I don't. But where we stand today, that's still perfectly legal and generally acceptable, accepted by the public. So, um, you know, I looked at that dog and I sent him a little love mentally because he was tolerating that guy really well and moved on with my life. And I think if we all just stopped being so irritated all the time by the general public not knowing what we know, then not only are we going to be less stressed and operating at a better frequency, but we that'll open up some of that brain space for actually helping people who are ready to hear your help. So chime in over on Cogdog Radio. Um, Maybe you think I'm wrong and we should be speaking up to every single person that we see. Tell me that. Maybe you think um, you're going to give this a try. Let me know how it goes for you. Thanks for listening to Cogdog Radio. If you have questions or suggestions, shoot them over to cogdogradio at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to like the Cogdog Radio Facebook page. And until next time, happy training.